Alexia Georgiou. I'm a life coach and instructor. I'm an author and speaker. Welcome to our podcast on crisis communication. Welcome to crisis communication. We will continue today with components for your crisis playbook. Stay tuned. you. I'm a life coach, speaker, and author. I provide trainings virtually and in person. Visit my website for online courses, books, and resources. I thank you for tuning in today. Uh, the same with people. You know, we are very intuitive and in touch and we can feel and sense things. Okay, empathy. It's really important for us to be empathetic with the people who we're communicating with. So we know how we are feeling and what we're experiencing, and we need to put ourselves in their shoes. So what is she thinking and feeling? What does she see? What is she hearing? What's the pain she's experiencing? And what is the gain that she's experiencing? And I recommend uh, that you take this and literally answer each question in the moment of crisis because we want to understand people. We cannot find that connection and be compassionate within our communication if we're not understanding them. People's reactions will vary, and we need to put aside our thoughts and judgments and look at it from the other person's perspective and validate them. And so to say, I hear you saying, tell me more, that must be really difficult. People, when we are empathized with on that level, it disarms us and it calms us down. And this is in your toolbox right now to practice for that crisis because that is going to bring people into the green zone. Identify your own emotions. Now, in a crisis, our emotions are going to be strong. And have this by your side so you can use these words to be very authentic and balance them out. Uh, so you may say, right now, I'm pretty shocked. Um, and so you just chose a word that's in the strong category. But you also want to say, you know, I, I'm feeling hopeful. And this is why I feel hopeful. And have it right there in your playbook. Because this is what you're going to say. Right now I'm shocked uh, that this has occurred. I'm right there with you. And I'm hopeful because we have an amazing team that knows how to work together. Uh, that is a um, huge, huge, like teams who um, 
are unified will thrive during a crisis, but individuals and poorly led teams will panic. So working on our team building is proactive and that needs to be in our playbook because we have that as a strength. And so balance it out and your emotion will be a strong reaction and it, it you need to pick one of these words in the strong category because you're, you don't want to deny it. People can pick up that you're not being real with them. Uh, and if it's a true crisis as a human being, we're going to be shocked. We're going to be even terrified. We're going to be frightened. Admit it because your people are feeling it as well. And it's going to normalize it that, yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I'm horrified this is happening and I'm hopeful and bring out the strengths and have that. We have this going for us. We've gotten through it before we're going to get through it this time. So you're giving hope right away. People in the green zone listen and are able to communicate their needs. The crisis also is not a sprint, it's a marathon. So we need daily interactions with the team. We are the mama and the papa bear. Acknowledge what we need as people. And again, to acknowledge our needs, we need to be in that green zone. Ask yourself this question. What would any rational, well-informed person do? Have that in what am I going to say? Have this question. Because what would any rational, well-informed person do in this situation? We're prompting our brain to bring forth all of the knowledge and skill that we have because it's there, but our system just went into the red zone and we want to keep it from going into the blue zone and freezing. And so we want to bring our thinking to a grounded, rational place with these questions. With your team, bring some good news. Ask your team to communicate this good news and create a slideshow. Pets, babies, and gardens make us feel good. Promote mental self-care. Post resources for your team online. I think people were doing this when COVID first started and we need to continue being proactive in this area. Uh, mental self-care is the same as physical self-care. We're just not taught how to do it. And you may be asking, is it really an employer's place? Yes, it is. Uh, and we are learning that uh, as people, we are employees and we need our well-being watched out for. Uh, especially in a crisis and increasingly in academia, in the top business schools, not only psychology, we are hearing, uh, if you read Harvard Business Review or uh, research out of Wharton School of Business, you will see the emphasis that's being placed on the mental self-care and well-being of employees.
listen, have daily check-ins, answer questions and concerns, schedule virtual coffees. One example on Slack, the donut feature will put people together weekly for a 15-minute virtual coffee chat. Um, and have everyone on the team, everyone in the company involved with it. So you could have the CEO having a coffee chat with the janitor. Um, and that shows leadership, community, that we're in this together. And it really gives you an opportunity to give ear and for people to feel heard. People need to be listened to and they need to feel heard. This needs to be in our toolbox. So how are you going to create that atmosphere proactively when there's not a crisis? Uh, and then when you're in the crisis, if you have good communication, that is going to go a long way. So continue to build it. Talk about challenges collectively. Glean ideas together. Don't be afraid to share how you feel and how to cope. Uh, this takes vulnerability and it takes authenticity. Um, and definitely a virtue is this is grounded in humility. Be transparent. They're going to find out anyway. Explain why you're doing what you're doing. Communicate risk. Uh, a risk is a situation involving exposure to danger. So risk, communication, perception, and tolerance. Uh, perception is really powerful. And so that's why we want to be transparent with what we're doing, why we're doing it. And we definitely want to be realistic with the risk. We don't want people's minds to wander and they do when we don't have information. And also people tolerate risk at different levels. We need to understand that about them and develop that community where people aren't seen as weak if they're responding to a situation differently, uh, where we're there to support one another. So the risks, uh, the, we're affected with our revenue, our reputation, and our brand. And so this is our why. Why do we need to be transparent? It's going to affect the bottom line. People will remember. It's going to affect our reputation and our brand, how we respond to crisis uh, and how we manage the risk. You know, one example with COVID, uh, people will just call out a business if the business has employees not wearing masks. Uh, and that goes on Yelp, and then the public sees it. So in the crisis, the considerations that we have are the health of our people, our finances, socially, and communicating, you know, having that uh, community. Okay, developing the crisis plan. Planning is essential 
and is worthless during the disaster. So if you're waiting until something to happen, you're going to be reacting uh, and it will not be effective. The CEO is now the explainer in chief, the top communicator. This is the role. We need protocols. Is it going to be virtual or telecom? And our focus is to enhance well-being for employees to be motivated and productive and to keep going, not out of fear, but because they're coping well and they feel taken care of. Prioritize employee well-being over business school, business goals. This is from the Wharton School of Business, the number one key priority in their crisis playbook when they teach this. So our priorities, our well-being of our employees, of our team. How transparent is the communication going to be? We definitely want a balance. Uh, there's denial, there's panic. People need informed information uh, to stay informed or we will make things up. And so you definitely want to balance that out. We don't want people panicking because of what we tell them. Uh, but we, we don't want to deny the crisis. Our priority is to be actionable and to say to people, this is what I would like for you to do today. Preach the example by doing. People are watching. Manage emotional contagion. Okay, so emotional contagion means uh, the leader walks into a room, is not having a good day, expresses some anger and that starts spreading in the room. And I said the leader because the person with the most power will have the strongest effect. And so just think about a time when you were with your team or a group of people and one person was expressing some fear and worry and it started affecting everyone in the room. Uh, it's a very real phenomenon, emotional contagion, and we need to manage it. Uh, and that's why we really need that authenticity and vulnerability and to balance out our emotions uh, and to say this is realistically what's going on, this is what we're all experiencing together, and we have hope because... You know, we can work together and this is evidenced by and have that in your playbook, knowing what to say. Uh, what are some of the past successes? What are the strengths of your team? Bring it to their attention and that will help manage those feelings so people are not in those strong, intense emotions of anger and fear and in the red zone. They're in the green zone because they're regulating together and they're affecting one another with a premises of well-being in the green zone because you have made that a priority before the crisis and they know how to cope. They know how to talk about emotions with each other. They have psychological safety and trust. This takes time to develop. And if we have not developed it prior to the crisis, Thank you.
our final episode of the Crisis Communication episodes. And we're going to tell the story of the Chilean Mine Rescue. Have your playbook ready to highlight as we tell the story what is going well and what skills they're using. This will help fine-tune that playbook. enhance communication skills, contact me today and I will teach the how to create the best team through listening. My email is alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com. Contact me anyway for a coffee chat and let's get to know each other.